Welcome to Whistleblowers. August 28, 2020. I'm here today with Jen Stone and we're going to have a look at the world of marijuana. Legal and illegal, Australia and international. A topic that Jen Stone, investigative journalist, author, crime investigator, has been looking at this topic for decades. And... We know there's lots of things happening in this topic, including a report you may have heard recently on our local news broadcaster. So, from the days of Cheech and Chong and the hysteria of the illegal marijuana in America to the right-wing conservatives saying that this drug will never be legalised in this country, well, we know for a fact today that the American military are now being prescribed medicinal marijuana. The world is changing. Australia is way behind in this game. Jennifer Stone's here with me this morning. We, this podcast will aim to bring you up to date with where we're at and where we're heading and some research that Jen's done and some never-before-heard stories that will blow your mind. So stay tuned today for all things medicinal can- cannabis. Okay, Jen, it's over to you. Good morning, Jennifer Stone. How are you? Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me. It's fine. It's uh, nice to see you here again. You've been busy and we've been chatting and we've been getting lots of likes and plays on our uh, podcast series, Whistleblowers. So this is a topic that you've gone to and studied over the years. Um, What attracted you to the whole area, fascinated you about marijuana and then more recently the medical sides of cannabis? Well, I wondered how it worked, medical cannabis, because if something works one way, you can normally manipulate a formula to work another. So I was wanting to see how the medical cannabis worked in the body. It's a a question most people that maybe have cancer, and that's how I started on it, was looking at it. I have worked in the field where there's cancer patients and I've known that they've used it and basically it's the high that gets them through. But for many, when you look on the internet, they have found very much benefits 
from having the medical cannabis. Mm. Now, I've actually applied for a licence here mm. and I've done it a couple of times with my research and I've still just, in the last, say, couple of weeks, two weeks maybe, put in again back to the coroner my research on medical cannabis mm. and how it needs to be looked at with how the deliverance of the medical cannabis works to the minerals in our body that we need. And uh, there are some very important distinctive qualities to make here. I'm no expert on this, and you are. And that is that there is components of the original plant uh, that were or are addictive, and then it's become a synthetically made product grown in houses, etc. The days of Cheech and Chong and the innocence of the 70s changed a little bit as the crop itself uh, became changed by, you know, man-made scientific processes. But where we are today is these addictive qualities can be um, released or, you know, not grown into the crop, if you like. So it can actually be a non-addictive substance. Yes. Well, smoking um, the pot gives you the high, but it only gives you one out of the other benefits of the cannabinoids out of the out of the um, cannabis. So 25 cannabis leaves eaten raw would be the same as having one drop of cannabis oil. But the leaves won't have the THC effect because it hasn't been heated. And the THC effect comes when it's been heated. Many of the... Um, medical cannabis tinnitures uh, or teas that they will do, especially for um, children with epilepsy, they, the THC is a THCA factor. So it hasn't been cooked, it hasn't been heated. So the high factor is a lot less. Well, let's hear from a medical expert. ...and show that safety we can help people to reduce opiates. Rachel Berry has cerebral palsy, epilepsy and scoliosis. Morphine for her pain only worsened her quality of life. The vomiting stopped, the screaming started. It was horrific. It just about destroyed everybody. Until they found help. Having our girl back to normal just because of the fact that she's been able to go on cannabis oil is... To us, amazing. Currently, there is only limited evidence on the use of medicinal cannabis for different conditions, but a new chain of clinics will be opening across the country, including this newly launched centre in Willamaloo, to provide treatments, track patient outcomes and build the research. Cannabis doesn't cure everything, uh, but it certainly has a role in some indications. The clinics have partnered with a licensed supplier of medicinal cannabis as part of a wider trial involving hospitals and universities to relieve conditions such as chronic pain, insomnia and autism. Jennifer? Yes, that that was a great intro on it. Um, Medical cannabis... Cannabis has been used as medicine 5,000 years ago in the Chinese. But the problem is once the, um, the cannabis was made illegal here, so once the prohi- prohibition in 1937, 
The tinnitus were the most common form of cannabis medicine in the United States. You know, and we had a lot less incidence of cancer. So we had cannabis, heroin and cocaine in our medicine prior to that prohibition. So you started to think, what is in this that was making people well? And they've stopped it. See, the cows used to eat hemp. But when we made cannabis illegal, they also made hemp illegal. So the cows were eating the hemp. Now a lot of cows are eating soya. So the factories, the hemp has more of a pH of the soil. Like a tomato plant, the pH is 7.5. Cannabis is the same. Our body is 7.5 pH factor, most of the overall. Um, So you start to see that there's similarities. So once the cows stopped eating the hemp, it affected our own endocannabinoid system inside our own body. So that links to the CB1 and CB2 receptors within the body, and they're throughout our body, Mm. not just the mind. Mm. So you can get a high from um, having a smoke, or taking, putting a drop under your mouth mm. or putting it in your belly button mm. and rubbing it or using it in suppositories. Mm. Uh, a lot of people will now use the vapor pens mm-hmm. and that is fantastic. What I've seen, I tell you what, I, I don't know why they cannot make it legal for some people to have this. Yeah, it brings up a big topic and uh, those of us that aren't on that far right-wing extremist political view have been very frustrated for a long time. You know, if I'm looking at this whole debate, you know, I'm seeing the American military now prescribing uh, the medicinal cannabis to the uh, soldiers who are on the front line, you know, to give them the relief they need. Why am I? Why is my head still stuck back in the 1950s, like our health minister Greg Hunt or Tony Abbott, like people? Or if I'm having a barbecue at Mick's place and I'm Scott Morrison and I'm listening to this spiel that we're going to win the war on drugs, that we're going to rid Australia of marijuana, it has to be looked upon these days as absolutely insane that the decision makers, the power brokers, the religious right of Australia and other parts of the world still hold on to this belief. A little bit like the fact they probably believe that the earth is flat. Um, Why haven't we been able to move on when the evidence is here? These clinics that are opening around Australia in 2020, in my mind, are 50 or 60 years too late. Um, What's holding us back? Is it crime? It is crime. It is crime. What feeds the the gangs, the bikies? At the at the bottom thing we've got to look at is the money. Stop the money trail that they can see. And pot, cannabis, is one of the things that they do. You know, it's... It's their bread and butter. Yes. The pot keeps them going. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, the pot they put in their pipe... And they put sprinkle the ice on the top. <laughs> so you don't even need an ice pipe mm. to smoke the ice. Mm. So they're mixing the two. But 
the cannabis seems to run riotous through all the backpackers. Mm. Uh, the police have not hit that very hard until the last 12 months. And, and it's a shame that they've had to use the dogs to notice it, but they weren't noticing it. I was telling them where the pot was coming out of because it linked to bikies. And I could see if they stopped the money trail. So legalise cannabis, we take the money out of the bikies, we make it legal. People won't have this fear of a complex of, I need cannabis to live, Mm. like literally live. Mm. You know, people will understand that it's the balancing in the body of the minerals will happen through the cannabis oil. Um, But others will have the pot instead of having an ice addiction or over-alcohol use. Mm. They'll find having pot will be cheaper. So a lot lot of experts have been saying exactly that, and this is what I've heard Jennifer talking about for years now, that if we legalise it, which is happening, it, it is happening, folks, I'm sorry to tell those people out there, that are hanging on to a a, uh, fantasy of 1940s, 50s Australia where we demonised everything, you know. Um, It's happening. So these clinics, thank goodness, are coming along. And people like this lady I'm looking at in the Channel 9 telecast, you know, crippled by her miserable uh, life condition that she was born with, is getting some relief. And the people that are... Um, advocating a so-called pure society without drugs. We're going to win the war on drugs. I think we just need to rid this from our society once and for all because they really are the type of people that are preventing many uh, people getting what they need. Uh, so crime's a big part of it. Take the Legalise the marijuana and you reduce the ice use. You also reduce the harmful binge drinking in our culture. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I am. And it will affect the domestic violence. Talk about that. Yes, well, the ICE use, I found within the ICE users, their domestic violence to their partners shows a pattern. They go from one partner to another to another and they're violent within the first couple of months. Mm. And that's not right. They should be able... They're not putting it down as the ice use. They think that's what's keeping them together. Mm. But really, it's what's pulling them apart. Mm. Uh, they're not, their uh, relationships are not built on solid ground. They're built on an ice pipe. Very good, Jennifer. And, you know, uh, I'm the one that's getting political here, so I apologise for that. Jennifer's not really political. She's more scientifically based researched base but it does frustrate a lot of Australians that uh, at the top level there does seem to be a protection racket going on uh, amongst our politicians and police Um, when high-ranking police officials retire we've seen it at the federal level and the state level they do a backflip because they're no longer you know, uh, in that position. And they all say the same thing, we need to legalise cannabis. But when they're younger, as we're seeing with the current police commissioner who lives not far from here, no doubt it's Saturday afternoon, he'll be having a barbecue with all the boys and they'll be talking about how great their lives are. We need to change this mindset, these characters. They're getting pay rises at the top level and nothing is changing. In fact, we all know 
that the drug trade is getting worse. And Jennifer brings stories in here week after week uh, of how this illegal drug trade is getting worse. Take a look at this week's events. If you don't need us to tell you, this is the sound of the nomads being arrested this week, a notorious outlaw bikie gang. Uh, 12 arrests, was it, Jennifer, this week yeah, on the south coast? Yeah. We're watching the footage here of the, the gang members being locked up and the police are just doing their job. We understand that. But the bread and butter for these illegal outlaw bikie gangs is the pot. Yes, the pot. Well, virtually the pot. The cocaine has been feeding King's Cross gang because that seems to be the only way you can get it. Um, and it's interesting, when I was on the internet a while back, I was searching up Herbs of the Gods, and I was just doing a bit of research on it for my books. And then I ended up into a landscaping business, and then I could get to this spot where I could buy cocaine for 2000 a kilo, a tonne, sorry, 2000 a tonne. Now, when that sailing ship that got arrested this week for $850 million worth of cocaine was actually only a tonne, I think. So when you start back, they may have only paid 2000 for it to be delivered here. But if that's the what they're making, that money is feeding the bikies. Mm. You know, you cannot find that many people that are not bikies driving Bentleys and things like that. They're not around. No. You know? And if they are, they're probably leasing them. Yes, yes. So we'll um, end with uh, this segment. We might come back and have a look, another closer look at some more information on this topic. Uh, we'll end with the experts. I really want to show that cannabis actually works in patients and in controlled patient groups. Gabriella Rogers, Nine News. So stay tuned, folks. Uh, we'll come back with part two of Medicinal Marijuana and some more stories from Jen. I hope you've enjoyed this little taste of um, the marijuana debate and where it's at in Australia. <laughs>